No. Hello, this is Lisa Russick and Gandalf. And Misty Lore. With the podcast, we're all psychic. And everybody, we've got Mary Beth today. And she's here looking at Gandalf, and they're having a very serious conversation, I'm sure. Um, he's telling her all my dirt. But uh, first of all, Mary Beth, uh, would you like to say hello? Yes, hi. And I've got I've got my little white cat, Bunny, behind too. Bunny, so. adorable. Now, Missy has a question for nowhere. you. Your wieners are not here yet, but they'll come. No. Yeah. They'll come. I do. I do have a question for Mary Beth. So, Mary Beth, do you think that we're all psychic? I do, absolutely. Mm. Where'd you get that? Where'd that come from? How'd you get there? Uh, Because um, I realized um, that I think it was easier because I wasn't born noticing my psychic abilities and they came in later on. And I thought, huh. The wiring was all there. I just wasn't paying attention or there was, you know, there was something and I think it was taking energy healing that like turned everything on. And that's it's like, a great point. Like, energy oh healing really does open a lot of things up. Which kind yeah. did you have first? Was it Reiki or something like it was that? Reiki I started. And, you know, it was actually and before that massage. Oh. Um there's healing, something healing, about yeah. connecting body to body. Yeah. Something wakes up. I, I think I bet a lot of massage therapists would say that they do have something going on. The one massage ther- therapist I went to, I met her in my Reiki class and she was learning to make her massage more. Yeah, I and, know one too. Yeah. That same thing. You, you had that same experience. You took all your pain away, didn't she? Mm-hmm. You see when you were, yeah. yeah. It was a no touch massage. It was really cool. Yeah. Oh, it, like oh. massaged her energy or something. It's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. <laughs> and the one I went to see my friend Leah from the Reiki class, she also had this like kind of like a I don't know what it was, but it was about maybe six by four feet. And it was like made out of a really heavy blanket kind of material and it had electrodes in it. And she's just like, lie on this for about a minute and supposed to clue, like start healing your cells. I don't know if it works or not. I just got it today. And it, and I don't know, but I felt great lying on it. And and ever since I've been to see her, I mean, a lot of other things happen too, but it's like I used to be in a lot of pain and all that stuff's gone. So it's been great. Fantastic. So um, what, so what, what, have you always been around psychic phenomena, thoughts of this stuff? Have you been interested in it? You said you kind of came into it later. So what, what, what caught your attention? What made you start paying attention? Well, well, actually, I, I got to say that um, my grandmother and my dad had stories, and I listened to them and believed them. So, um, my grandmother had what? I don't think I, I don't know. I th- I don't think she minded saying that she said when she was a kid, she and her sister were in bed, and she felt like the Virgin Mary came through. Yeah, and, and she they're both screaming and screaming. And they think it's one of their older brothers with a picture. Oh, like a joke. Um, yeah, like doing a joke. And then they realized it wasn't. And um, she she was she was probably sounded like she she was very young. So I, I grew up with that. And then yeah. um, she we lived in Buffalo, New York. And so we traveled to Lilydale um, and we spent time there. And um she and she had a 
another story where she, my grandfather died. And the, before he died, he said, I'll see you later. And when he left and went with his buddies, uh, he died, he got an aneurysm. And so he did not see her later. So she's sleeping in his chair and she's waking up and there he is standing in front of her. And she, she got mad at herself. She said, I said, what are you doing here? You're dead. And he disappeared. Uh, I shouldn't laugh, but I'm a, I, I'm a medium and it just. No, you shouldn't. She said, I it sounds like something out of a TV show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she said, well, he came back because he said, I'll see you later. And then my dad had this story that he was sure when he was up in the attic at my grandmother's house that his dad pushed him through the attic. So I had that background. <laughs> mm -hmm. So they had had things happen. They talked about it. They did. They did, did they ever try to explain it or did they just say it must have been the ghost? They, must have been the spirit, um, you know, and. They, it was, they just, but, uh, <laughs> they just kind of accepted it. It's just part of my life. My grandmother yeah. really felt like she maybe, you know, really saw. Oh, yeah. A lot you of people know. have visitations from all kinds of saints and Mary yeah. angels. And mm -hmm. I mean, we got a lot of them on the podcast. Yes. It's like oh, if you awesome. can think of them, they'll come. <laughs> you know, if you if, if you really. Yeah. Whatever you believe in, I think that's when they come in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, so, so that grew up with that. And then, of course, the, I had that feeling of, like, I hated going down in my grandparents' basement. And um, I'm, I'm still not sure why, but I'm looking back saying there there may have been, you know. You knew something. something. Be a bad guy, but there was something there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I felt the same way at my grandmother's yeah. house uh, from a closet. I remember yeah. that you talking about that closet from like four yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that closet. Never have, never will. Don't know why. And a lot of other people didn't like it either. That's weird. Yeah. And it's a closet. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's just where they keep the canned vegetables. Just yeah. run down and grab it and run back up, you know? I know. I know. It's so funny how we have those kind of feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's so weird. We all do. I mean, and we all did growing up. Like you just said, most, both of you have examples from youth, you know, like being younger yeah. and um, being scared of. I was always scared of being in the dark. I didn't like being in the dark oh. in general. I always had to sleep with my bedroom door open and the hall light on. And the closet scared me at night, but not during the day. <laughs> if the door was closed i was scared of a closet but once it was open and the light was on i wasn't scared of it anymore but it, getting to the point to opening the closet was just like <sighs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right no you know i can't do it yet <laughs> just, there's, there's i didn't know what was in there i didn't know i didn't have no any idea there was just something bad in there <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point. I, remember, I didn't know. <laughs> I remember you telling me uh, not too long ago that I needed to face my fear and go in the closet, you know, and, and face it. And yeah. I was thinking, and I'm still thinking to myself, "Hell no, I'm not going in that closet." <laughs> <laughs> what you say? I'm not going in there. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, and I do remember. Uh, okay, we're telling stories. No, we um, can. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around 15 or 16 or with my boyfriend, 
and his cousin and and cousin's girlfriend were doing Ouija board stuff. Um, and now my boyfriend had epilepsy, so we didn't. But there was a point where he just disappeared, and it felt like somebody else was there. Like he was of, channeling, kind of. Oh yeah, but it was weird channeling because all of a sudden I got a really rough kiss and like. He never kisses yeah. Who the heck is this? And we could not wake him up, even though his daddy had come to pick him up. We could not bring him back. Was he, he talking or kisses. anything? Just the kiss and then out of it. Out of it. I, I said, um, okay, so I'm crossing Ouija boards off. <laughs> I don't know what A lot of people that. say that on this yeah. podcast. Ouija boards are a pathway. I mean, there's no protection instructions in there, you know, or a doorway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was freaking So what awesome. happened? So finally got him awake, and he denied, he denied remembering that he had kissed me. He thought that we were making the whole thing up just to make fun of him. Oh my gosh. Um, and no, we were really worried because, yeah, you know, his dad's out there. What are we going to run out and say, oh, he can't come. He can't come. Somebody else has got his body and they're not letting him go. We played with this one. Now, Lord. <laughs> Dad's like, come on, get him sober. <laughs> not gonna happen not gonna happen he is, he's been zombified that's really scary that's really scary oh it was i'm so glad he, you know he finally was able to because we were really working on getting him back yeah, yeah. that could have gone wrong in a million different ways oh yeah so listeners and watchers not to change the subject drastically but i'm going to yes <laughs> I'm going to talk about animal communication because Mary Beth does a lot of that. And she has yes. a book about it as well. Maybe one, maybe more. I know one. And uh, what is the name of that book? My book is Peace and Passing, Comfort for Loving Humans During Animal Transitions. Oh, I love it. And uh, it's Mary Beth Decker. And you spell it with an I, Mary Beth. And it's one word. Decker, D-E-C-K-E-R. Do you have any other books or is that it? No, I, I I wrote this one in 2017 and then I rewrote it when I realized the people's grief actually starts when they get the bad diagnosis that says the end is in sight or they see their animals losing all the capabilities of the things that make them happy. Mm -hmm. Our starts then. It's not right at the end when we're having to make the decision about do we keep them around? Do we let them go? Um, and so I started talking about mindsets and ways that we can walk ourselves through that in our animals. Take mm. a little more peace. Definitely. I love um, that. Yeah. You know, that's a, I'm so glad you wrote a book like that. Because I tell you what, I have experienced an animal death before, but... I've got three and they're like my babies, you know, and just the thought of something happening to them freaks me out. It, just, it freaks me out. So I can't imagine when that time does come, I need something to calm me down. So your book sounds like that would be the thing to do to read. Thank you. It it really is. Um, it is helpful. People have, that have uh, read the book after they're, their cat or mostly cats or dogs um, died. 
said they wish they had gotten it beforehand because there were strategies, strategies and mindsets that you could help keep you in the awareness that, hey, they're still with you, right? They want to yeah. be, be happy to the end is what I understand. Yes. That's, That's why they say as long as they do sometimes forever. It seems like every they're supposed to die right now and they stay alive for a month or two. You know? They just want to see you happy one last time with them. Yeah. That's what I get. Do you also communicate so with true. the spirits of animals who passed on? I do connect with them. I, I got to, to check with a little dog uh, who who passed away in November and I've been working with him and his, his person probably for about a year off and you know off and wow, on yeah. checking to see how he was doing and and um he was giving a lot of signs that he's fine and he's still a diva uh, <laughs> and, and also confirming, yeah yeah this guy was just a diva and uh he was giving he was showing me things that he and the husband used to do uh, just to, like two macho guys fighting over the woman, mm. <laughs> you know, because they both loved her dearly. Oh, and yeah. uh, she just loved hearing that. And um, it gives you that feeling they aren't gone. That you know it, no. you hear it, and you feel it for yourself and experience it yourself. It happened yeah. to me the first time when my cat Morgana died. I was like, "This isn't happening," but yes, it is. Oh, it was great, and I want to show you a picture of Morgana. Kind of curious if you can see her. I'm going to show you. Hold on. Um, that's her on the cover of our oh, podcast. Is that her? Yeah. It was can you see her? She's with she me. Was. She's with me all the time. And she's, she's, she helps me with my clients, with my readings. She does all kinds of wonderful things. And uh, she was seven and she had uh, tumors and they just, it all happened at once really oh. fast. She couldn't move a Paul and then it was, you know, they said she'd had him all her life, but uh, we thought like the one in her side was a floating rib because she had it since she was born. So, but yeah. she, she's a long haired orange cat. And I don't know if you know much about long haired orange cats, but there's like only 2% of long haired orange cats are female. So they usually do have something wrong with them um, because they're genetically, it's very rare for them to appear. <laughs> And okay. she was the most unique cat. I mean, they all are. Every animal is, but cats especially. They're, everyone is so different. But Morgana's always here. Right? I, I, and, and I can tell Gandalf just loves you. I mean, have you ever seen Gandalf like that at the beginning of a podcast, Misty? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, he, 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 you can see his tail, but you don't see his face. No. He, he was right here looking at you, wanting your He's taking a bath now. So, I mean, I think he'll be back because I think he wants to show you how pretty he is. He just oh, really liked you. To. I could tell. Did you pick up anything from Gandalf by any chance? Um, I'm sorry, I was too nervous. Oh, I understand. <laughs> That's okay. My, I, I didn't. Um, and it was right at the beginning, and and then he just yeah, looked. Yeah, I could tell he just he just thought you were wonderful, and he wanted to just oh, let God. you know it. <laughs> so great. Oh, if I get anything, I promise I will let you know. Okay, and, and if her wieners come in, you know, I'm surprised Frank's not here because every time we've had an animal communicator, I Frank is Frank is forefront of that. I think. Did, did yeah. you? one of them. The one in there? Yeah, yeah, I saw him at the beginning. Hello, oh, there he is. Hi. There you are. Here's Inside Out. I love he Inside never Out. Never comes out for the podcast. No. Oh. oh, is that Rosebud? Yes. Rosebud. Oh, he's a rose. That's my baby right there. He's my old baby. I love inside out here. Old lady. 
Oh, oh, oh there they are. Go. <laughs> now they all come. I love it. And this is disappearing out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I think they're all under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> in the cushions and the, in the covers. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That, that, oh, but Rachel, I, oh, I love ahead. what you said about still uh, having, working with you, uh, that your cat that passes still working with you. Because people always think that they, they just go across the rainbow bridge and they do their thing. Mm -hmm. But I've met animals that say, have decided to work with their psychic people in um one lady who looks for missing people or finds out stuff like that and it's like her dog decided to help her out and yeah, oh, yeah. I, i've got other dogs and cats that also just and horses yes <laughs> horses definitely and birds but it's all like they're all they're like different birds but they're all the one same bird kind of spirit they'll do yeah. that stuff too but um, I've noticed with uh, Gandalf, you want to come say hey again? He wants to. He's thinking about it. Okay. You want to come show off because you got groomed. That was one thing Morgana used to love to do. She she would get very thoroughly groomed when we had a party like a long time ago and where I lived somewhere else. And and we so when I was younger, we'd have parties and um, I'd clean, of course, for the party. And she'd get so excited and she would go in the bedroom and just groom herself for hours and then she'd make an entrance and go from person to person we called her princess morgana so with that cat the gray cat gandalf i had a, a therapist do a meditation with me and spirit animal meditation with me when i was 24 that's the cat i saw and a friend of mine got him for me as a gift and picked him out for me and when he popped out of the box with this cat they both like appeared. They were kittens, but they appeared as full grown, and I knew who he was. And I was just like, "What is going on? You know, <laughs> this <Yeah>. is happening." <laughs> you know, absolutely. Yeah, I have a very strong connection <laughs> to cats, though. I really, I really just adore them. I really love cats. I just get them. Something they, I think I do anyway. That's no so one cool. does. Yeah, and I'm a doggy girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She loves the cats too. You love all animals. I love, I love them all. I My do. cats are all over her when she comes in, and Gandalf doesn't I, I, like anybody. Yeah, anymore. I love cats too. I love them. I just um, communicate more with the dogs. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not around the cats, so I can't tell you really. I might be a cat person, but I was always allergic to cats, so I couldn't. That's same with me and dogs. Yeah. 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 But don't you think? Don't you find Mary Beth that like when the animals you know, are around, or we know that they are around after they die, but doesn't the relationship between the owner, the pet owner, and the pet become even stronger once they realize that they can talk to each other on the other side? Huh. For some people, maybe? For some people, I think so. For others, they don't, they don't feel the connection as much anymore. Yeah. I think part of it is grief. Of course, uh, grief gets in the way, um, or else they're trying too hard. Yeah, um, but I think you're right. There's, there's, um, they can have a conversation word for word instead of just talking to them in the kitchen. Connection, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think there's, they become more expanded. They're not totally defined by meow and rough body and the dog or the cat body that they're in. They're in. They're, 
like my dog Mitsubishi, uh, when he passed, I um, I asked him why he had to go. And he got stern with me. He says, you had me long enough. He says, there's somebody <laughs> else. Who He's trying to, to tell you not to mourn. That's right. He's <laughs> like, Grow up, girl. There, yeah, there, he didn't I want mean, you mourning. I, I did this, and, and, he, and he actually, he felt very angelic. Now, I don't think that oh. every animal is angelic. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody... Anyway, I don't. Yeah, you know, I have. Uh, I know somebody who talks about realms that our spirits come from, and he talks about the wise realm, the angelic realm, the elemental realm, and the star or people realm. So maybe something like that. That you know, I don't know. It's, I try to find things that I can relate to with all these experiences we have, you know. And so if it's something like that, yeah, maybe it's a cat from an angel realm. You know, it's an angel cat. I, I agree because, you know, I've got, like I said, I've got my three and I love them all equally. I love them all. But there's one in particular that I have a connection with. And she actually, um, she helps me in my dreams. Yes, she does. She'll come in my dreams. And I didn't even realize it until Lisa pointed it out. She said, do any of your animals come in your dreams? And I was like, oh, they do. You know, princess does, you know. And um, I just have that connection with her. She's just. There's something really special about that girl. There's something you know? special about her. She went, I had a bad foot problem for a long time. That was a long story. But I went to her house for the first time and I met her dogs. She had two at that time, as before Frank. And yeah. uh, Princess, she came up to me, a wagging tail after I got barked in, in the house, you know. And she licked that ankle. And she looked up at me and she looked up at Misty and then she kept going. She was like letting me know I will take care of you, but she's letting Misty know I had a weak spot. <laughs> you know? That's a smart dog, real fast. You know, just real fast. You know, just but it was yeah. very cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I can see us having like a, a, a connection after she dies for sure. No doubt. Spiritual connection. Yeah. Yeah, I think they all can. I think they all can if they want to. Sometimes, you know, Mary Beth, I will work with other cats who have passed on occasionally and not as not like Morgana, though. Um, But they uh, they I think they could be as accessible as her. But there's something different about her spirit. And I think I think I'll keep it. Yeah, it's kind of private. But um, with all animals, I mean, I've been close to I feel like if I think of them even if they're passed on, like if I can just remember like something about them very specific, like the softness of Morgana's fur or like maybe another old cat, how she was so tiny when I got her, she could go under the door, you know, of the bedroom and get in Aww. stuff like that. Just little things that'll help bring that animal's feeling back to you without the grief, the joyful things, you know, I found that helps a lot too. It does. And I can feel connected to those animals again, but, but if I think about them suffering, I, I don't feel connected to them. Feel guilty. No, and that's what she said. Yeah, yeah I feel guilty. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it too. Uh, thank you for say, sharing that. Yeah, we get so stuck in our grief. It's like they're like, "Hello, yeah," Hello. but but you're, we're 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 in, we're in our we're in our own human your life. Age. If you love your animal and it, it passes, as she or he, he passes, it's it's just your whole life's changed forever. It feels like. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you know, and it has. Well, Especially if you've been there forever. Well, yeah, what about tell us about your book? What kind of exercises like, or recommendations? What, what happens if, if I go and and one of my dogs is sick and they tell me that it has, 
you know, a couple months to live or whatever. What do I need to do? <laughs> or what will help me? What will help me? Well, you know what helped me? And, I, and I'm laughing because I hope this does sound funny. Uh, I am a really big Monty Python fan. I love Monty Python. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell the skit this comes from because it's very funny, but it's not appropriate. But there's a guy in it who says, I'm not dead yet. Oh, that, yeah. So, That's the Holy yeah. Grail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not all right. dead yet. <laughs> and I I I think that's a really good attitude to to like look at them and they're saying, I'm not dead yet. Yeah. Let's and then enjoy this time. Joy, I still got him. Um my my Stella, I used to sing with her because I it was such a slow decline. Uh, Every day with Stella is a good day. You know, just trying to lighten it up and oh. be silly. Yeah. To be there. And then um, the other thing is, like, let go of what used to work and figure out what's going to work now. Like, mm. if you can't do the three miles that you just loved with your dog. So you take Miss Stella out and you get to the end of the block. That's it. And you come back. <laughs> and then you do, you, you know. And you, yeah, it's okay. Adjust okay. and you adjust and you adjust so yeah. that you can still enjoy your time together. And and it's wonderful advice. And and look at it as this is different. That's all. That's it. It's just different. Exactly. It's a different exactly. way to spend She's time. Still together. having a good time. Yeah. Just has to go like caterpillar. <laughs> caterpillar kind of walk. Yeah. yeah. All up and she's very happy. And and she she's finding you know new things that she hasn't seen before because she wasn't taking her time. I know it, it, is, it was one of the hardest things when Morgana was the first pet I had. You know, a lot of animals will go off if you know what I mean. They'll if they're outdoor, indoor cats or dogs, yeah, go off if they and if they can, if they're even if they're indoor, they'll try to go off a lot of the time. Yes. And it's very sad. And she was the first one and she did go off that summer. I didn't know she was sick and she went off for a week. And then another one of my cats, Roxy, disappeared. And I just had a mental breakdown. And then uh, later that night, what do I hear? I hear two little mouths, mow, mow, mow. And Roxy went and got Morgana and brought her home. And Morgana stayed and she died on the solstice. So that happened in like Ju July and she died in the solstice of winter. But um, yes, Roxy went and got her and said, you can't do that. <laughs> and I did. Cat I buried and I put her to sleep at the vet. And that was all very intense for me. You know, I just very intense. I've had a lot of cats, but they all went off. All of them. Um, yeah, that, that makes it easier on you is what they're thinking. That's how I get. That's the impression I get. They don't want you to see them suffering because if they feel you, right. you know. Yeah, I, th I know what you're saying. I, th I think so, because uh, um, what I find with uh, a lot of people who, who and I and I've been with those people who've set a date and uh, to euthanize. Oh, they, there's always that guilt over: Did I do it too soon? Do I did I wait too long? Um, well, and so when they go off, that's true that that they've made the decision for you, taking it out out of your hands. Yeah, uh, yeah, they will. Yeah. They will. You know, and I always found that interesting. I'm glad that you said that. Um, you know, it, 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 
my dogs, they're like my little humans. I mean, I just love them. Um, but it's funny how like when humans have cancer and are dying in bed, we don't put them to sleep. But if it's our animals, we do to stop them from suffering. Isn't that interesting? You know, the, the way that we do things. People don't value animals as spirits, mostly like as 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 no, they humans. don't. General but public in our society doesn't value creatures other are. than humans as as valuable as human life. I don't know why. But, see, you know, that would make it hard for me to make that decision too. That would be a horrible decision to have to make. Horrible. It is. Yeah, it is very yeah. difficult. It is, um, and I do understand it because most of the time I will make a decision because I've seen. I will too difficulty and my my last dog Tibor I let him go on his own and um uh, and it was really hard it, it was hard because it was a very slow process as well yeah they tell and you when it's their time because Morgana started trying to kill herself by the end she didn't go outside but she would get at the edge of the couch and fall into the window and hang like trying to just oh get God. it over with yeah, and so that was the night before I took her to the vet, you know. Yeah, I would have definitely. Really, she couldn't really move much very well anyway, but she was trying to end it herself. But not because, that's when I was out of the room, like, you know, yeah. come back in. Yeah. And she, I'm like, whoa! <laughs> you know, it was strange, yeah. yeah. She knew it was her yeah. time. The other thing I've noticed is most of the time, their souls will leave before their body. Yep, and I think people do too. That's something I, think, I believe. I believe, yeah. I felt I it. You felt it too? Yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of a comfort to know that they're not there for those last parts where the body shuts down. It seems like they are because there's there's movements. If you know, you know, it's like they're putting them to sleep, Morgana's tongue came out, you know, and they did warn me. I asked them, is anything gonna happen? And they said that's something that could happen. Her tongue did come out. And then and I had to put one other cat to sleep and she 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 just she went right to sleep. Just like she nothing, yeah. You know, she had uh, uh she had gotten feline leukemia. And, yeah, Mir um, put Morgana to sleep, and there was another cat I had to put to sleep too. But I just couldn't do that one. I just couldn't too much. That was yeah. the one who brought the feline leukemia in. Yeah, and you know that little kitten, Mad Martigan. He was a fighter. I took him to the vet, you know, and he got all his shots and stuff. But they, I guess he didn't do the feline leukemia shot. But he checked him out, and he said he has pneumonia. And uh, I brought and I would talk to this mad Martigan kittens little fluff and his hair was falling out and he was missing an eye, you know, and the cat that I took, I couldn't help it. I had to take him in. He was just dying. When I brought him home, he was like, I, I washed him and there were so many fleas on him that all this red came off from the flea dust. And he just laid on the towel like almost he almost died right then out of the bath. But he didn't. He was a survivor. And I and and uh, I didn't know he had feline leukemia. And I would sit there and tell him, you know, next summer, you're gonna be running through the fields. You're gonna feel better. And he wheezed, you know, he wheezed all the time. Because he couldn't breathe because mm -hmm. he had feline leukemia. But we didn't know that. But at that time, it was pneumonia man, you know, from it. Mm -hmm. And he did survive. He did get better. And I took care of him the whole time. But it, it, the, sec the second time he got really sick, though, and then I saw how bad it could really get. He was suffering. Yeah. <sighs> there you go. That's why people do let it. Yeah, yeah. and I, I totally agree with that. He was you know, suffering. Totally. Yeah, it was devastating. I do. 
It, it, it was it, so good, and he didn't want us to be unhappy. He did. No. I love my dog. And he's around. He'll come around. He visits other mediums. He will speak. Oh, very cool. Morgana. Morgana. Yeah, if you ever want to speak with Morgana, just ask her. I'm sure she'll come say hey. I, I will. <laughs> so, Missy, you have any more questions for Mary Beth? I know you got something. Well, um, how do we start communicating with them after they pass? What can we do to open that up or help that process along? Well, I think you said one of the most important things. You you said remembering the good, Mm -hmm. happy, joyful pieces and um, and being open to that. I mean, I am not saying don't grieve. I don't know how you don't. Right. You can't control it. You shut it down somewhere. It is going to blow up somewhere along the way. Let it go. I mean, right? Yes. So I'm not saying that. I'm just saying find the happy points and the thoughts. Um, And for what I what I like to do is to imagine that that they are with you, and then when you get that sense that they are, just assume that they assume that you're not making it up. Assume it. That's right. Believe it. Yeah. Just believe it. Yeah. Um. And you can feel them around you, if that makes sense. Does that yeah. make sense to you? You feel they're yes, like, what you miss you with mediumship. You just feel them in the room somewhere. You just know. Yeah, you know what they're doing. Yeah. Right? It's in your imagination. And that's that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I invite my dogs to go. My dogs had just passed to take a walk with my oh. new pups. And, oh. you know, let's go. And it's just joyful. And that's 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 part of it. Um you can ask for them to to show you that they're around and and you know dreams are really easy. Yeah, dreams. Yes, dreams. One dreams. time I had a I had a friend. Yeah. I have a Facebook friend, and her name's Suzanne. If she's listening, hey, what's up, girl? She had a dog that she really loved, and the dog passed away. And she asked me to communicate with him, and I, I did. And the one last thing he said was. I'm gonna find you're gonna find one of my whiskers in about so many in about four months in a really strange place. And I told her that, and, and then she wrote me a little. I don't know how long later, but probably about that time. And she said she was eating a cheeseburger and pulled one of his whiskers out of her mouth. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. Thanks. They do. They just love to do that stuff. And, and, and the random, you know, cat claw that you haven't had a cat for five years, but there's a little shed, shedded, there's cat a, claw, yeah. you know, stuff like, or you, or you, you know, you hear them mm-hmm. a little tail in the corner of your eye, right? That little, your eye. Yeah. Can I, can I tell the best story I've heard that I'd love to hear it. Um, I was, I worked with this dog when, when Harry, when he was alive, and so um, his person came, well, it's in the book, so I can say, Lillis said, uh, you know, he's 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 going to go. How, how is he going to let me know? And I said, um, you know, he has been letting me know. My timing is not perfect, but we talked about it after he passed. And I said, does it make sense? He is going to mess with your water bowl, the dog's water bowl. Because I asked him, I said, Harry, don't you mean the food? He says, no, no, I want to do the water bowl. And she said, yeah, there's been a mess around the water bowl. 
and her other two corgis do that. And the water's all over the place, just like he used to do. The you know made a big mess out of it. I thought, holy cow, they can do that too if they, they want can. to. Just like people, you know, I always get those messages too, like the kitchen sink drips, or there's something like a rug's always messed up, or the shower curtain's always something. There's always something annoying, right? Mm-hmm. It's always something annoying. <laughs> and then if you find out that if I'm as a medium, I tell them this, this is what the spirit says they're doing, and they're like really that's what's going on that it's usually stops that's what i found and that's yeah. why they're, that's or it just depends on the person really if the person won't believe it if it keeps dripping then it'll stop if the person won't believe it if it doesn't keep dripping then it you know yeah it does what it they right. work on their person and they think anyway you know i think it's kind of interesting yeah. gosh i love this podcast i love talking about this stuff and uh, i have just really enjoyed this mary beth I would love for you to come back. Where can listeners find you? Well, the best place to find me is on my website, sacredgrove.com, S-A-C-R-E-D-G-R-O-V-E.com. And um, I'll just quick joke. I've also heard people think, did you say scary grove? Scary grove. (laughs) Or, Or how about... Sacred Groove. I Sacred Groove. That sounds like a good that's band. That's pretty good. But that's, a, no. that's a metaphysical girl jam band. You, <laughs> that's a female jam band right there. Yeah. Really? Sacred you groove. got it. Groove, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. That'd be awesome. I'm doing it. I've always wanted to make a chick jam band, and now I have a name. It's going to happen. Right, Missy? Getting the band back together. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I'll put all this in, in the description of the podcast where you can find her and anything else she wants you to know about her. And um, of course, I'd love to thank our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app where you can get advice from psychics and empaths to get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. And the Pendulum class is live on the Rustic Psychic School. It is $20 for a 33 minute class, I think. And I'm putting Jennifer Love's first class for vision boards up on the app. It's a streaming class as well. I'm hoping to do that tonight or tomorrow. I'll let you know through a notification when it's ready. And more teachers are making more stuff. Before you know it, we're going to have so much stuff. You won't know what to do with yourselves. So uh, thank you so much, Mary Beth. This has been one of my favorites. I've just enjoyed it so much. I really have. <laughs> I don't say that much. Thank, like, you, my yes. thank you for letting me share and be, be with you too. It's been all oh, more it's than fun. you. All of you. Thank you. All of them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and little meow over there, Mr. Bunny uh, or Miss Bunny. Is it Miss or Mr. Bunny? It's Miss. It's Miss Bunny. Miss Bunny. Goodbye. Oh, she it's loved the podcast. She loved it. She's a star. All right, Missy, and thank you so much, too. Thank you, Lisa. And listeners, listeners. we love them. We love the listeners. We love you. Love you, love you, love you. Have a wonderful life and have a wonderful day and a night. And we will see you soon. Peace out.